back. Welcome to another episode of Gals. Y'all know where we are. Couple topics, couple gals, and 45 minutes to break it all down like only gals can. This is a podcast brought to you by 10th S Seniors. I am one of your hosts, Manda, and to my right, I have... Michelle, the one and only. <laughs> At least that's more than Michelle. Girl. <laughs> I like when it's more than Michelle. And today, so y'all remember last week... If y'all watch our story, if y'all listen all the way to the end, if y'all follow us on Twitter, y'all know that we are officially, after procrastinating for however many weeks, looking for our third girl. So we put it out there and we got some things back. And of course, I decided to go in order of times that people messaged us. And we have our first guest host in the studio today. And her name is... Glavina. Oh, I like that. Glavina messaged us on Instagram. You could tell them your Instagram, where they can find you on all social medias. Okay, my Instagram is at Glavina dot Dore. So that's G L E V I N A dot D O R E. Where else? Facebook. Facebook is my name as well. You will definitely see me because I'm pretty much the only Glavina in the Bahamas. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Tinder. I'm kidding. I'm dead. Are you actually on Tinder? Um, not active, no. But it's, well, you have an account. Put the app on your phone <laughs> somewhere. Maybe. Oh boy! Oh my! Oh boy! Okay, I All didn't right, see that Jen. one coming. Glavina's not you on asked. Twitter, guys. <laughs> I already asked. What do you do, Glavina? I am currently a behavioral therapist at an institution. A yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't be like me and give out your. And what is your goal? Do you want to stay there, or is there something else you want to do? Okay, ultimately, I want to pursue clinical neuropsychology or alternatively, but l- slightly less so, uh, clinical health psychology. Okay, time bad. You're a science girl in the building. Yeah, a little science girl, nice. a songbird, a lawyer. I like that. I like that. So today, I want to talk about something specific. Y'all remember last week we discussed Dwayne Wade's child. And so that made its way all, all over social media, obviously. And people are, Bahamians are, still talking about it. They spent about 48 hours talking about this topic and just going We're off into Twitter? all kinds of... Yeah. Going off into all uh. kinds of different things. Now, Glavina, we could come back to you because I just told her before we started. So we're going to come back to you in like 15 minutes for your unpopular opinion. So think on that. And we come back to you. Somebody <laughs> decided to tweet in relation to Dwayne Wade's child. And I quote... If y'all saying Dwayne Wade's son knows what he wants at the age of 12, then free R. Kelly. So. Oh, I read. <laughs> that person tweeted that. And just for a little backstory, that's a police officer. I won't call his name, but that's a police officer that tweeted that. Mm. Obviously, everyone, a lot of people were up in arms. There were some people that silently agreed. And I know that people silently agreed because I saw that picture on the picture that he posted with those words. That was on Facebook. Mm. So obviously people agree with it. And it led to somebody calling his job, reporting it, because obviously he's a policeman, he works with kids. And he came back to Twitter to let us know that not only do you report me, I know who you are, I don't care, I feel how I feel, Mm -hmm. and y'all better don't need nothing from me. So, what do you, let's start with the comments. What do you guys think about the comments and the comparison to Zaya, Wade, and R. Kelly? I guess he's just speaking about what Kelly was young when all these things was going on. That's what he meant. Well, he wasn't young when these things were going on. But, but what, girls is he, were young. what is he saying? What are you getting from it? That's what I ask him. That's what like, I what get. Do you think? Kelly was young. Oh, so okay. That's what you're He didn't really know what he's doing. So let him out. Cause, no, they're you know, saying because the Zara, girls were young and now Zara is also young and able Zaya, to make Zaya. Zaya, sorry, able to make such a monumental Psst. decision that R. Kelly should be freed. Right. So they're saying that if he, if Zaya can make that decision at 12, then the girls that R. Kelly molested or had sex with, regardless of how young they were, they knew what they were doing because children have choices. So let him go because all is well. Because oh. I can make that decision. You, that, right? See, when you come from that <laughs> angle, it don't sound as that's, sick. That's where he girl it with that. Sounds I just say, actually terrible sounds way me. more sick. I mean, I'm... That's where he going with that. So what do you think about that? Michelle. Oh boy. <laughs> you want to let that you want to let that sit cuz you didn't see it that way first. Well, on I all my head all over the place. Okay. <laughs> so Okay. Mhm. No. 
I ain't got it. I'm missing it. Lavino, <laughs> what do you think about that comparison? What do you think about him being a police officer that feels like that? What do you think about him putting it on a public platform? Okay, I'm pretty sure in college English that would be called a fallacy. I'm mm. not sure which particular fallacy. Fallacy. But, oh, but uh, to me, like, those two things are not comparable. So I don't know why you would group them together. Now, mm. Michelle, are you Come ready? back to me. Run it one more time. Okay. okay <laughs> so I feel like I, I hear the argument. I don't want to think I don't hear the argument. Well, for one, I hear the argument because other people... In telling him he was wrong, tried to say, like, you could have said X, Y, Z. So he could have made the comparison that, okay, if Zaya can do what he wants at the age of 12, then, okay, let 12-year-olds drive since they know what they want and they know so much. He's trying to say that he's a child. A child can't make... That's what he's trying to say. A child can't make that decision okay, X, but Y, that's Z. Such, okay. So, so that's, what he, okay. that's what he meant. However, my issue is, how does that comparison that he made to R. Kelly and Zaya... How you think about that? What going on in your head uh, that you immediately correlated gender identity to rape? That don't so, that ain't okay for me. And given that you're a law officer, that worries me because it's you who I have to call if someone touch my child. It's mm-hmm. you I have to call. So do that mean when my child come to you, let's say she or he done fill out but day twelve, which you could tell my child that's your choice. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Hold that. On. That's strange to me. Oh, okay. Boom. Um. So he's saying that because the children that R. Kelly molested were young, were young, Mm -hmm. but they they wanted that. Is that what he's saying? That's kind of what he's getting at. So because they had the choice to do that, then ah, uh, okay. He's saying if y'all on Dwayne Wade's side with supporting his son in terms of gender identity, then y'all also want R. Kelly free. Because if Zaya have a choice, then them little girls had a choice. They had a choice to go there, and they gone. They had a choice to be touched, and they were touched, regardless of their age. That's what he's saying. If age don't matter here, then age should matter there. I see it. I see it. Really? I do see it, but I ain't dying at (laughs) I see it now, but dying. I feel like it's a weird comparison. I feel like he jumps over so many comparisons to make. You could have said driving a car. You could have said owning a house. Mm -hmm. You could have said cooking math. I mean, there there are so many things (laughs) before R. Kelly. Why would you put the two together? But That's so creepy. I think it just illuminates that a lot of people in society have a very screwed up view of when it comes to gender because you automatically group gender with mm-hmm. sexuality, which should not be the case. Right. I like that. No, I like it either. I like that because staying the same thing. And who who said that Zaya is having sex? Nobody said that. All she said was, I want to be she and her. Mm-hmm. Nobody said. Nobody said sex. You shouldn't be thinking of a child as a sexual being. Ah, that's my issue. So when he was reported, again, now we have a split because some people feel like that's too far. And then some people are like, well, he said it on this public platform. So what's the issue? And Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like had it been myself that works in IT and I said it. I can't see y'all reporting me for saying it because I don't work with children. It's not my duty to Mm -hmm. protect and serve anybody. Nobody, I'm not, I don't have to protect nobody except me. However, mm. that's a police officer. You're supposed to protect and serve. You always tell me what you're doing for these children because he definitely tweeted, why y'all don't call my boss when I come out of pocket to put children in uniform when it's like back to school. Mm. You work with children. That is not an okay comparison to make. That's not an okay comparison to think of in your head. It's one thing to feel it, which is already a problem. It's nothing to say it on a public platform. So why would he feel like, I have to say this? I have to comment. I have to, like, share this in public. You have a family. You could tell your wife that. You have a group chat. You could tell your friends that. You could go but in the bathroom again, and tell know, a stranger these people, that. These people don't really think about these things before they make these comments. They just say what they want to say because they could say it. As you can see, he was reported, and he still say, I don't care. I feel like you. Very true. You don't care. But why do you think he felt the need to tweet that? He could have just liked the original post. That says Twitter. So he just he just wants to say it. He just wanted to say it. Boom. He say it. And he say anything in the back. He don't care. He don't care. Nope. That's on period, poo. That's it. Why do you think, Lavina, he felt the need? Or why do you think that people feel the need to comment on things that ought to be, quite frank, above them? Or things that they can't, not they can't, things that they don't fully understand? Well, I mean, it's an issue, but... 
um, affecting a black celebrity in particular mm-hmm. because there are tons, well, not tons, but quite a few white celebrities whose children have also transitioned. And I don't think they've gotten quite as much backlash as Dwayne Wade has been getting. Because Shiloh Jolie yeah, Pitt guess, is walking out here a whole boy. Hold on, who? Angelina's daughter. How Shiloh. Old? How old Shiloh is? Shiloh, young man. Young man. Google very Not young. young man. I mean in young, comma, space, man. <laughs> That's what I mean. But yeah, walking out here and 13. what's her name? Yeah. Charlize Theron. Her son or daughter. I'm not sure which way the switch was. Right. One, two. I think Madonna's one as well. But nobody cared about that because <laughs> their parents white. Because Charlize Theron's son is definitely... Is it or is it Sandra Bullock? One of them have a black baby, and I believe that black baby has transitioned. I want to say Charlie's there on low. Hold on, help me. Shiloh was born a girl. Correct. And it's now Michelle a boy. is currently Googling and looking at images. You know that. Um, okay. <laughs> How old is Shiloh? Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Same age as Saya. Um, this one's eighteen. Twelve don't have thing buying it. Okay. I'm there. Um, I think it's more common for females to I wouldn't say more common, but this isn't strange in mm-hmm. society for a female child to wear male clothes and take on the role of a, a guy. I was going to say, but Shiloh's doing a lot. She ain't just wearing a hoodie Was she and did, This in. with surgery too? See, we don't know because Angelina hasn't made that public. Ah. We just know, you know? See, the surgery thing is forgetting everybody. I don't and think so because some people are still on the whole... Letting him dress like a lady, wearing nails. Oh, he's wearing nails. You said that last time. Yeah. I think... But see, this I don't know. I for. can't talk for everybody. I'm just saying this isn't strange to people. Okay. That isn't... Like, it's still the same thing, mm-hmm. but it ain't weird. So both of you... Glimmy, how guess. active are you on social media? Uh, fairly Scale active. of one to ten. <laughs> well, I honestly don't post anything. But... Ah, so you're ready at five. <laughs> also, you're wasting me. Model. You're but already at five. keep up with posts okay. from other people. Oh, I know. Would you... Is this something that you guys would feel the need to comment on? This no, specific topic? No, No. Is there any topic that y'all feel the need, like, I can't let this one ride? No, I ain't commenting on that. I just want to comment on people, um, pictures, what I like, if they're my friends, I'd be like, that's it. No social issues at yes, all. Yes, ma'am. No. Clavina. Everything you comment can ultimately be used against you. So it's like, why would I comment on something like that for someone later to bring it up and be like, oh, well, you said this X, on y, social media. But that's you thinking about it. You with that consciousness. Yeah, Most people I don't could, consider that, you know? Just, oh, I could speak about it with a friend or something, but don't come on social media and leave that imprint because they say what's on the internet never really goes away. Boom. Well, see, I don't usually comment on social issues, but not because like I don't want to leave an imprint or not because I'm I just don't check. Mainly because I never want to create the environment where strangers feel like they could answer me. Because <laughs> <laughs> Michelle has known me for a long time. Oh, and she knows my. that I am one of those people when I see you out, no, we have to talk about that. You can't you can't cause what I've seen on social media and Twitter in general, people through responses and going back and forth, people get disrespectful. Mm. And so I don't comment because don't mix me up. Oh. I'm into that. Don't get personal on hair, but oh. for sure don't call my job. And don't, I don't want people to think we, we friends like that. That's right. So I'm into that. So mm. that's why I don't comment. But before you wrap this up, have you guys ever like, was there ever an exception where y'all was like, no, no, no. I have to say something, even if it's just a line on a certain issue. I mean, if it's like a, a family member or a, an extremely close friend or significant other, and I see someone like getting out of hand or disrespecting them, mm-hmm. and I can see this publicly, oh, I in there. Buff. I in there. Lavina, I will Any comment or share something um, if I feel like it's important for society. Like when Chester from Lincoln Park committed suicide, mm-hmm. like. I felt that that was really impactful, so I shared something about that. But okay. yeah, well, I spoke out about expensive dates, so it sounds really small. But <laughs> people, specifically on Twitter and Instagram, it's a constant argument. As in, I've seen this argument on timelines a million times. Well, okay, fifty times. 
And usually I don't say nothing because one, I don't date. And two, I don't spend money on really nobody except me and my sister. So I was like, you know what? This doesn't have nothing to do with me. These people just date each other. Fine. But like when it keep coming up, then I was like, okay, maybe. What? Oh, this guy tweeted how he, he invited this girl out and she ordered like she ordered freely. Nothing mm-hmm. like I think the bill came to like sixty between the two of them, and he didn't have it. And he's mad about that. So when he take her out again, hold on, wait. No, hold on. You want to hear the end of this? Ooh. When he take her out again, and it came to let's say seventy or eighty or something like that. But his drink came to like eight dollars. You know that boy paid eight dollars, and tell her the rest is hers. Wow. So that sparked an argument, and so then I tweeted, "If y'all can't afford to take some out, don't don't ask them out." Mm-hmm. That's a quick fix. But that's like the most I said on it. Cause again, don't mix me up. Don't mix my pockets and your pockets up. So I just like, anyway, I'm gonna leave it here and go. That's the only time. That was my only exception. Cause I was just tired of hearing the argument. Hold on. Michelle. Hold on boss. I still stuck on the, okay. So who paid the $60? And then they went half that time. Or like he paid the lion's share. He definitely didn't pay all. And they went out again. Yeah. 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 He take out again. Yeah. 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 And invite out again. He invited her out again. Mm-hmm. And she went. And really? she went. <laughs> and he ordered. You got it. And she ordered. But he said his drink only come $8. So he only ordered a drink. Ah. Uh, and she ordered I, I whatever food. she ordered. Mm-hmm. Food and a drink. And the split again. No, it wasn't no split this time. He paid us 8 Oh, he split that. 8 so that wasn't even split down in the middle. I split with what I get. That's what you get. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ain't no split in the middle, but we still divide. And yes. he was the one that tweeted it because he was the one complaining. <laughs> what are you complaining about? These gals always want to spend plenty of money on that. No, that's why you an American. Why so you, you say these gals? We just is like these like females like so why they want to use you for out? money. But if you want to you don't have no money. So what can I use you for? Exactly. Hello. <laughs> but why not just go out for ice cream or something like that? Why take someone why not do out a cheap on a date? Go for a walk. <laughs> He's a petty dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he not take nobody else. <laughs> Who take nobody? Just don't take nobody out. Tank, that was my thing. If y'all cannot, because there were people defending him and mm-hmm. obviously people against him. Defend. This is like if you can't afford to take somebody out, don't ask them. It's different if she did say, "Oh, that's right." And you only order your eight dollars. It would have been different if she was the one complaining on Twitter. Man, these niggas weird, man. So, Clavina, what is your unpopular opinion? Mine was Soka don't give me powers. <laughs> really? Michelle can tolerate mayonnaise and a Kong salad. Also cereal. It's yeah, she like a cereal warm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is I don't know what nylon was. Cause he in the back there quiet, like I, he don't wanna I, talk. Oh man, okay. Sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. What is your unpopular opinion, Clavina? Okay, my mind went to Valentine's Day and how there were tons of people proposing on that day, which I think is terrible. Do not propose to people (laughs) on special occasions like their birthday, New Year's, Christmas, Valentine's Day, because then if it doesn't work out, or even let's say that person says no, like you will forever have that memory imprinted on the day. Yeah, that bad memory is going to be attached to that holiday all the time. Oof. So you want to get proposed to on like a random day? Exactly. Let Wait, are you single? Art. Yes. Okay. So you'd want to be proposed to on a random day, Michelle? A how do you day. feel? Maro. <laughs> oh gosh. First of all, I never thought about that. I don't mind. I love Christmas. So like, if my guy proposes to me on Christmas Day, and like he knows it's like my favorite time of year or something, mm-hmm. then I might have liked that before today. <laughs> I'm sorry. But now... <laughs> now you want your own day. Now I'm like, what if it don't work up with Drew? And then every Christmas I can be mad. I can be singing um, Luther's song. Which one? I don't know how <laughs> love... The how? Uh, uh, God. Uh. Oh, never. Wait, okay, so... Oh, question for Michelle and Glavina. I'm... I wouldn't say I'm not fussed, fussed about, like, when you propose. I'm, I'm fussed more about the circumstances. So if you feel like you propose on Valentine's Day... Like don't don't definitely don't come to my job and do that. That gonna make me mad. Don't do me that. Don't do that. No, feel like in restaurant because you think what you think this is get off these people floor. <laughs> you don't know who walking. Around. Don't be don't be dumb. Like I don't like that. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> my question was, Glavina, since you 
don't like propose proposals on like a special occasion is there one exception to that is there a special occasion or a specific holiday or day that you wouldn't mind a proposal and michelle my question is is there a day that you absolutely do not since you haven't since you're not fussed about holidays is there a holiday or special occasion that you absolutely do not want to be proposed on clavina go okay it has to be a holiday it doesn't matter like I don't know. Chinese well, New Year. Independence <laughs> is important, but independence doesn't have like the emotions attached to it. Mm-hmm. Like those are the holidays or Emancipation Day. That's it. <laughs> All right, mom. Okay. Michelle. Don't propose to me on April 30th. That's that. Do you want to share anything on that or you're good? That's Richard vibe. Ah, there we are. And so definitely <laughs> future Michelle's boyfriend because her future boyfriend doesn't have a name like mine. No April 30th. Yeah, don't do Thank you for that unpopular opinion, Glavina. Now, Glavina has a topic that she wants to talk about. It happened about, I want to say, I'm not really good with time. I want to say two to three weeks ago, could have been less, could have been more. But I don't know if you guys remember Patricia DeVoe. She was at a PLP rally and she was introducing one of the candidates. And she said that there's this light-skinned, good-looking, curly-haired man coming to the stage. Because in our party, we don't have a bunch of darkies heating up the place. The people cheered, she ahaha, and he came on. That video made its way around social media and things of that nature, and obviously people were enraged. Glavina would like to talk about the underlying notions that drove her to make that comment. Glavina? Okay. (laughs) So I think there are a few aspects to pick out, and that's in fact, there's a lot, my goodness. But she called them a bunch of darkies. That's the first problem. Yeah, and even also the curly-haired aspect. Because, you know, you could be, like, light-skinned and have not necessarily curly mm-hmm. hair. So, clearly, there's, like, a fetishization of a certain aesthetic going on. So, I would wonder, why would this... And then she's not even, like, light She ain't light-skinned. She don't have curly hair. Which might have been worse. I don't know whether it's worse, the fact that she's dark, or if it would have been worse if someone like Glennis Hanna's complexion had said it. So self-hate or colorist, what would be worse? Well, you can have both. <laughs> oh, I know. But which one do you think is worse, Michelle? I think self-hate is worse because I think with self-hate, that's like you could teach that to everyone else. Colors is the kind of thing that people teach you. And so then it's just like me and these people who already thought this. When you hate yourself, you could teach future generations. So, you know what I mean? Like self-hate is like so internal. Mm-hmm. It could eat you up inside instead of just eating up people that you spew hate at. I would say self hate. I agree with that. So self-hate. I think it's worse that she's all that she's dark and saying this. Well, you know, I had to Google what she looked like. <laughs> I forgive you saying this. You must see look like the people who you praising. Have to be. But she looked like an ani, like you say. <laughs> Typical Bahamian soup cooking ani from like from where. Andrews? Back in the day. Oh, Cat back Island. in the day. No, not like a particular island. Like, you know, when you when you hear about the term Bahama Mama, there's a certain image that comes in. Well, me. Mm-hmm. I didn't get but I, I can only see a cup with a red drink in it, but go ahead. Sorry, no, I'm talking about an actual... If I had to put Bahama Mama as a person, uh-huh. she'd look like something from like the 18 and 90 years with them big long dress on <laughs> in the marketplace. Damn big moo-moo. Heavy set with the Annie arms who's cooked the soup. Yeah, the soup. The soup. I mean, I ain't trying to be offensive. I just saying that's what I got it from here. Clavina, and I didn't expect that to make that, that comment. She, well, what do you think is worse? And why do you think she made those comments? What do you think that stems from? Well, as I said, I kind of grouped them together. My history professor, and not professor, but he was like a professor in many ways, but um, teacher in high school said... Um, there's something called self-internalization of racism where you kind of join those elements. So in society, we perpetuate um, colorism and all of these um, things that we've inherited from colonialism. So I think her issue is that she just doesn't like herself very much. Mm -hmm. Maybe the way that she grew up, who knows what her interaction was was like with her family members and whatnot. So, yeah. You think she was taught not to like herself or just seeing what she saw around her made her not like herself? I think it's a little bit of both in terms of socialization because it's what you're taught as well as what you observe. 
So I imagine you would hear certain comments, like we've all heard the comments inside of um, primary school and whatnot. We're like, oh, you're so dark. Um, and then even certain ethnicities get grouped in with being dark skin, like mm-hmm. the Haitian ethnicity and whatnot. Um, so I think the issue is just her socialization ultimately. And then she kept that with her for many, many years and mm-hmm. possibly passed it on to other people as well. De- definitely passed it on because you said it on a full platform. Now, do you have anything say. you want to say? No, I'm so I saw you over there making face. So guys, no, before we started... <laughs> now is like was like being so sassy and now he's like i refuse to talk and it's so not Mind like because you heard his feelings well i don't really remember that part good i don't remember that piece that's good. so crazy <laughs> that's so wild i don't remember that piece <laughs> anyway i was going to say that i'd imagine that she does not even she may not even realize that she hates herself mm-hmm. because she was so comfortable saying it well she made an apology thought. so she made after after but for you you really you know that you're on a platform you know that you're on live you know you had a rally you know people listening people listening and you you on a plot so for you to just for that to just come out of you like that uh, we got an issue we but you think that's problem. okay it ain't okay exactly ain't so right. her apology basically said that what she meant she said you know she said yeah sorry i understand i found some people i mean like dead and then she was like <laughs> What she meant to say was her party is welcoming to people of all colors and race and shapes. No, and you sizes. said your party of like, all the good looking um, people, not a bunch of doggies. And then it's like, why is that person good looking to you? Because first they... of all, I saw I saw his picture and he he's not ugly, <laughs> but he's nothing to shout about. He's nothing to get on a platform and call yourself horrible because of how he looks. And he ain't that light skin. Well, I guess she's considered herself and uh, people of the other parties darkies. darkies. So, well, that explanation was trash because it made no sense compared to what she actually said. Her saying said. it made no sense. I mean, That's you're true. in a in a Very country true. with predominantly dark 85%. people. percent bunch of darkies. darkies. Everywhere you go, you drive down the road. It's a bunch of darkies. Well, so, what you want, Miss? Oh. I, I think with people like that, and I, I said this online, I think Patricia DeVoe, that's her name, that's the kind of thing that makes me think no matter how frustrating or how long a conversation, when our older aunts, when our grandparents, when our parents say things that are not okay to say today, mm-hmm. that we know better, we have to explain to them why. We can't just say, mommy, don't say that. We can't just say that's not We have to, no matter how yeah. frustrating it could be, we have to teach them better. Before they go on somebody mic and somebody place a business or somebody child and say something like that. I mean, you could give them, you could, I, you could say teach them better. Mm-hmm. That's your your stance on it. But then you have to consider that these people are fifties and yeah, they, they set in their ways and mindsets. They are. So you could say like, I have a problem with a family member. We talk about Haitians and things like mm-hmm. this. The bottom and I just be like, not look you Stop. And I say why, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, they still feel that way because that's what they trained. At. That's what they used to. That's what they grow up as. Mm-hmm. That's how they view that kind of people. They so feel you could, like you could tell them, and hopefully it changes something. But still, I mean, I don't think it's going to change set, too much. Depending they, on how old that's the what I'm saying. Is. They're However, set in their mindset. Already. They're taught, at least this is how I see it. They feel like that because they were taught that, and they mm. were raised in a time where you're taught something and you don't question it. We are lucky enough not to be in a situation like that. We are actually the opposite. We can question everything. And mm-hmm. so I feel like even though we know they said in their ways, we don't stop fighting. We don't stop explaining. Because no matter how much they say it, no matter how much they okay with it, right. it's not okay to say it. And every time you say it, I can say something back. I'm going to argue the point because nothing they hate more than children talking back. Uh. So I can always talk back because... So you can notice a problem. Right. If that was my aunt, parent, grandmother, I would be embarrassed mm-hmm. because that's yeah. nothing to say. And I'm going to go out on a limb and assume if she has children, their complexion is not far from her. So if someone treated her children the way that she spoke about the rest of the people, she would be deeply concerned because that's deeply concerning to feel that way. And it's just disgusting. That's so icky. I don't like that. Annie, I don't like that either. <laughs> Annie. <laughs> Clavina, anything else you want to say before we wrap up this topic? Uh, I think we're good. You sure? Nothing else you want to get off your chest? 
You mean my whole list of things. I mean, okay, so guys, let me tell y'all. Oh, girl. Oh, can I tell them, please? Please tell please, them. I can tell them. Go so ahead. y'all know me. I come. I read before. Sometimes. And I talk. <laughs> and say I feel in Barat. Manda is the note taking. All the notebook and all the points ticked down. Clavina came in the other day. Unprovoked. Okay. Nobody telling nothing. Big notebook. <laughs> All I see is all I see is words covered all over paper. So if you have something else to say, feel free. Honestly, because I know yes. sometimes you prepare I just... feel away. If I have something written down, I don't get to say it. So if you if there's something you specifically want to say, yeah, go no, ahead. This is the time and the place. Now is the time. Well, I would want to question why is it that we look at dark skin and it signifies so many terrible things? Like some people feel like having dark skin is evil. Um, mm-hmm. It makes you ignorant or it signifies poverty as well. So I wonder if like, I mean, I don't think I've ever done it, but have you ever had an experience where you kind of judge per- someone based on their color? Definitely. Wow. <laughs> definitely. 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 Um, uh, I want to say no, but I'm probably lying. <laughs> Not dark skin though. Uh-huh. Probably the the lighter lightest of skins <laughs> are the ones that you that you judge are the ones that I'm like. Ugh. That's a good point, actually, yeah. because on the other side, I feel like light skinned people can get a lot of hate in society as well. Nal says it's social conditioning, but he don't want to talk or whatever. <laughs> Not right. So he wrote it down. He's so annoying. <laughs> Why won't you speak? Oh, Manda, don't ever do this again. I so like those. So upsetting. I used but, to scream it. As much as I hate to say it, I do agree with now that it is social condition. That's just, mm-hmm. that's what we're taught. But I think we're taught that because from way back when, the people that overtook were white. And they thought that we were less than and they could overtake because we didn't speak what they spoke. We didn't look how they looked. And because we yielded. So... Power is better than no power. So if the white have the power and the black don't have the power, guess which better? And if that's what we going on, white is right. Take the black box. Mm-hmm. That's why at weddings, the girl is wearing white. And at funerals, everyone is wearing black. But it's flipping, it's flipping a bit now, though. We're, we're turning it around. Nobody's going to wear black to the bit. wedding. No, not exactly. to the... Oh, I don't mean that from that aspect. I mean, like, that black skin is bad and all these terrible things associated with with darker skin i think mm-hmm. it's you know black people claiming their power now let's, let's yes, not forget go the by. division of class that's my that's how i feel that's my opinion you could shake mention. your head all you want ronaldo <laughs> that's how i feel like even just when i look around and see a bunch of black girls wearing their natural hair it is slowly taking a turn mm-hmm. i mean the world is already conditioned to black being a certain way and whatever but I feel like black people are really taking steps forward to say, okay, this is my blackness and this is beautiful as well. And that's just what it is. I think we're getting fed up. That's what I think it is. I think black people... No, I just got to say... No, no, seriously. Your hair! That exact same movement happened in the 1960s when black people kind of rose to this consciousness where they were proud of being black and you had the entire black power movement. It ain't changed nothing. So don't think that. But how long did that go on for? It took forever for was, that to get here. It was quite and, a long time. And the same issues that were around then mm. persist now. Okay, so well, if I'm anything hopeful. is progressing, it's moving at a snail's pace. Like, don't mind people like posting stuff on social That's media fine. and being really proud of the way they look and the aesthetic of certain things changing. It ain't really changing the things that we need to change, which okay. is why Colin Kaepernick still is another job. Baby steps. Correct. That's what we call it. <laughs> Baby steps. So that movement and this movement and the that. next movement, as it keeps going on, then the things could change eventually. That's how I feel. And I'm proud of what the people doing. And that's where I stand. Okay? <laughs> Thanks. I agree with now that it, there's been a movement and here we are today. But like I said on the pod with, I want to say his name is Christopher, the Pan-African pod. Mm-hmm. The only way... For this to change is for us to do what cannot be done. We have to be repaid, for lack of a better word, for slavery. And there is no repayment for that. Nope. There is no dollar amount. There is nothing they can do because that is how people are going to feel. And whether their parents feel like that or they grow up and they just feel like that, we're never going to be fully repaid. And so the, the power is never going to be equal because someone's always going to feel like 
they are better than and someone's always gonna feel like they are less than mm-hmm. so that's why i think she felt the way to say that because she feel less than bright people girly hair i actually disagree with like the whole um what do you call it reparations movement mm-hmm. because i feel like people are looking for something that they'll probably never get so you kind of have to look internally mm-hmm. to move on because we just keep circling back and facing the same issues so one of my questions would be like are we ever going to get to the point in society where race or colorism is not an issue i don't think so i don't think we are because we're never going to be quote unquote paid back for slavery mm-hmm. because like i said there's no dollar amount so even if they were to say okay let's go down to louisiana or wherever and give these people there ain't no dollar amount for that you can't pay people for that and then also they ain't paying black people reparations. They paid the Japanese and they paid the Native Americans down in Canada. They ain't giving us no money. We ain't getting no reparations. So, mm-hmm. And I don't think, I think even if they offered it, I'm not sure we should take it because that's like putting a price tag on what has happened. And then that's also like feeling like, okay, now nah, we give y'all this money. So shut up. When our police start killing y'all again, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Cause right. y'all didn't, you know what I mean? So I don't know. Reparations is a tough, a tough titty to suck. It's a sticky one. Now, now shut now, up. Now let's bring up like. <laughs> Have you guys heard about the head knolls debacle? I read about it. Isn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> it is. And Glavina, you know about it. Yes, I've heard about it. So for those of you maybe living under a rock or just not watching the news or, or just super like busy Michelle. working. Yeah. Just like Michelle's who's busy working and chasing her dreams and things of that nature. Head knows as a foundation are suing one of the founders. I won't call her name because she hasn't spoken yet, even on the news report. She Didn't hasn't. She speak? No, and she hasn't. They tried to reach out to her for the news report last night on CBS Floor. And she Somebody said Florida something news. about. Um, she said something about some house situation, and she. Did so I was in the papers and in the WhatsApp, but in terms of reports, oh, she, she has her or her lawyer hasn't answered to like be interviewed or to give any information oh, as yet. So, but if you're from here, then you would have already known because they've already split ways from like October. So just a little quick rundown. The people looking for their $400,000 and the woman ain't giving it up and she ain't got Martina. So she's staying in Florida. And so now they suing her. Not the actual, the individual directors of the foundation. The foundation as a whole is suing up for $400,000 of hurricane relief money that was meant to go straight to the victims and the relief efforts that were given by people from around the world. That she used for personal. I mean, we don't actually know what she used it for. Cause we don't, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, we don't know where this money gone. We only know via WhatsApps and some legal papers that were released. I don't know how that's okay. But they were released. And we all have them in WhatsApp. I know me and Glavina have them. Michelle, do you have those? Definitely not. Okay. Um, But, okay. So, mm-hmm. if I had a bank account trying to find the figure. Yeah. With a balance of $93.79. And then all of a sudden, I'm taking on this, as they say in this article, this lifestyle of rich and famous. <laughs> um, and $400,000 is in question. I mean. They know where they're going. I mean. I and that's up. what the lady who's still, who's like still a part of the foundation was saying, like, you don't have no con. And then all of a sudden, you split from us, die traveling. Oh, where you got money to go? Where that money? And what happened to Cruz? You don't have no money. We just had a natural disaster. Where are you going? And she but did. see, that reminds me of I don't know if y'all remember. Is it Tyrone Hankerson, the guy that was stealing the money from the college? Oh, the black college man. It's Tyrone. Is it Tyrone? Listen to me. It's Tyrone. I need I to start reading the paper seat. Listen to me. This boy was working in financial aid. Mm-hmm. And I forget exactly how he was doing it, but he was getting loads of money. And honey, you ain't had a dig far to see that money gone. Y'all know first. Y'all know Gucci. Y'all know Louis. Y'all know Trips. Tyrone was on these hoes. And he almost got away with it because he was like what? a this month a, out of graduation. A HBCU? Yes. Okay. Great. Listen. He was, when I say stunting, talking about them pom pom shorts. Not pom pom, but, but I don't even trying shorts. to be discreet. Not him, just discreet for what? And I still graduate. Oh, no. Honestly, 30 more days, and he'd have been Scott free degree in hand. This reminds me of that. How would you like to be with money and stunt? What is your problem? Change and then she say, 
they say in this article she is in use, basically, with all them fancy words. She ain't use. She's poor. And then all this money come in front of her face and she ain't know what to do and boom. How poor could this. you be to be a founder of a non-profit though? $93.79. <laughs> poor. Clavina, any thoughts, honey? Well, I just don't know why you would start spending the money so soon afterwards, even if you did intend to do all those things. And then it's like... We had this natural disaster where so many people are suffering and in need of care um, and supplies and whatnot. And then you think it's appropriate to take all of this money. Like, I don't know, like $10,000. Sure. If you had $50 on your bank account, <laughs> right? Let's just, let's just imagine this. And someone called you tomorrow and say you win the lottery, right? Mm-hmm. And then they give you access to a bank account with $700,000. What would you do? But if I didn't win the lottery. But I if, I if, play the lottery. We, we in the situation. This is a scenario in the front this of you, Geneva. This is a situation. You had $50. Your job is only pay you $210 a week and you have two kids. And true it. You got That's before tax. You ain't even got no car. You catch in bus. <laughs> You win someone, someone call you and say, Miss, you have money. You win this, seven hundred $700,000. Here, see the card, this yours. What you do? That sounds like a scam. Boom! <laughs> but if you legitimately win this money. Mm-hmm. And you have access to this account. Oh, to go legitimately. And get that's different. Of course, I'm taking my money, um, going on trips and whatnot, enjoying myself. But that's the money that I actually played to win. So that's different. Okay. Well, I'm saying not to say that, okay, it is legitimate in the situation that I'm giving you, and it's illegitimate in hers, but she's seeing it as, I am access this money, I'm used to this, so I just could freak out, because I never seen nothing like this before, so boom, here I am, the money mm-hmm. sale. Trips. Ferraris. <laughs> Louis, Gucci, Prada. <laughs> Wendy. Ah! Hello. I think one of the text messages was saying at first, and this is where, like, it, for me, it was, like, super real. Because in the WhatsApp thread, when they was asking her about the money, because obviously they all have, like, how all us have, how me and you have access to the gal's social media. Mm. You could see when I say something, I could see when you say something and vice versa. So they saw when she withdrew, like, 2K mm-hmm. out of the account. And they're like, what happened? What, where does money gone? Because, because... We ain't time to spend this. Groceries and, it, and... She said she had to take care of her family who had to, who had to go over to her after Dorian in Florida. But I need money, miss. That's what they say, man, hold on, miss. The same for that. What <laughs> you wait, mean? If it's a foundation and they raise money to actually take care of hurricane victims, wouldn't there be a way for you to actually ask the foundation exactly. for some money to take care of your family if they are victims of the hurricane? Exactly. If that's the situation, ch- like, what's the, what, you've been working with YouTube for so long. Jeez. Why you got, why I can't just say, Michelle, hey, I just put this money on the account. These people over here need grocery and gas. What to do? How do I get access to these? How, or how do they get access to these funds? Why you've got to take it? That's all, but you're going to put it, put it back how when you don't got no money. There's a voice put it that came to and say, you have the gas. <laughs> That's the devil. <laughs> Pull up to the bank and take that little thing off. Run up in. Let's go. Just go. Just go do it. Mm, they ain't see it. They ain't see it. They ain't gonna notice our 2K. Mm, Not at 100. Quick. That's a lot. Then the turn around. When the people question you about the money, you say you want to be a part of the foundation. So give us our money then. How you start changing passwords? How you gonna buy the foundation? She only had $93. She ain't got it. <laughs> that gone. On. So my thing now is, and now I'll pose the question earlier when we were talking about it. Why the money ain't already spent? How was their access to 400k? There are still people in need, and this was from October. How the money ain't already spent? How she have access to 400k? That's that's a big question that Nile has that he doesn't want to ask on the mic. Aww. Where the money gone? Why is it still? And I think for that. I think it's one of those things where we have this money, but we can't just go out and start this for Glavina, this for Michelle, this for Amanda. Mm-hmm. We have to like reach out to other organizations who are on the ground and see what is actually needed. Mm-hmm. We don't want to buy a hundred thousand dollars worth of clothes and people saying, "But we need cream, sis." 
Like, we need food. Like, we, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's a situation where we have to find out where to put this money. We have to find out what to buy, where to carry it, what to do with it, who to give to. Because ain't nobody on these islands. Specifically, Avoco. They can't just ship a set of wood to Avoco. Who there? Who could watch it? Who could build it? Who is keeping inventory? That's why they had that big warehouse. Mm -hmm. And I think her leaving and this 100K going missing, that puts a pause in everything. Because it's like, hold on. Where the money I done donate? Because this ain't just a collection plate in church. People from all over the world, organizations and private people have given this money for this purpose. Mm -hmm. We have to find this. We have to account for this. No matter what happened, we have to find where this money gone. And this have to go to these people. So now it's just like, that's why the money is spent yet. Because we can't just... At least that's what I think. I could be wrong. That hoe could have just stole all before they could have finished what they was doing. But I would like to think that that's why Hmm. the money is spent yet. Because it's like a a process, like an inventory type of thing. That makes sense. But if you could steal from people who don't have nothing, you could kill. And I don't like that. And lie. I was like, how? Like, what a fall from grace. Y'all just... Try help find that pilot at the bottom of the ocean after the RBDF give up looking or didn't attempt to look. Mm. And now one of y'all defend. What happened, man? But I think that's why they filed this lawsuit as well because now we're grouping all of them together and associating them with taking money. And you want people to continue to donate to the foundation, mm-hmm. but now it's like, can I really trust them after all of this has transpired? Because you know who can get a red sand from me? God foundation. I want head. Who are y'all letting people run away to Florida? Draw money. Come on, my face. That must be so Move frustrating as a as, as a head of an organization. Person. Yeah, as a head In of a nonprofit trying to help people and mm. having people be like, "Sis, I ain't gonna lie, I need that seventy-five dollars back when I give y'all because I ain't know what y'all doing with that." Real. I gotta put gas in my car. I'm gonna do it. But that's what the woman say she do that for hundred k. Gas and Gas to drive her friends around. Gas and grocery. Oh boy. You know how it is. You know. You know gas expensive. All prices going up. Thousand for gas and groceries. You can't know she got. Can't she said she's keeping her family, girl. You don't know how much our family it was. But okay. wait, gas and grocery in the States. That's not even New Providence where we have like these sky high okay. standards. Gas for two dollars. She might even know that, you know. How you fix your mother tell me you had to help your family with our foundation money? Are you dumb, miss? Money. Do they sign something when they're in these organizations and have access to these accounts that mm-hmm. say that? You can't have it for yourself. Yes, it says that's why the money isn't in like anyone's personal account. It's in a foundation account. So what happens is because she's a Florida resident, the GoFundMe money went to a personal account for her. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're thinking, okay, she could decide the money from that. We'll never know. Or at least it'll take a while for us to know. Y'all wait till it in the head knows account. So so that the IRS or whoever can trace the money, so the Americans can't see she had that money. So whatever. she's scamming from the jam. She done, she done plot all this so trojan. Get out, get out there. <laughs> she didn't know. They go from that circle over Freeport. Yeah, I get hit a lick. They go, miss, miss. This sorry. is gonna. This is my moment. Miss, you gotta go. <laughs> Hello, come on, y'all. I cannot <laughs> wait to see how this story unfolds. Michelle, any final words on anything that we talked about? Don't leave the people thanks. <laughs> that's it and that's all. Glavina, anything you want to say? How was your first time at Gal's Pod? How, what do you think? <laughs> I've been nervous this whole time. but oh, <laughs> really? Yes. Why? Not because I say, because I'm not late. No, yeah, no, he's kind of intimidating. Is this your first, first, like, podcast ever? Well, podcast, yes, but not, like, my first time doing something of this nature i've done radio shows before well, okay so a single radio show so this is the first time you've been in a, a not so formal setting kind of yes okay Understood. it's our first time in the gal cave mm. something like this so what do we you think ghetto sometimes but you know <laughs> you were nervous but i enjoyed this episode i think we touched on some good topics would you listen to it back knowing that you have voice on it? Because I know people don't like to have their voice back. <laughs> I think I would cringe, but I would just want to see like how it was in the beginning to hear like um, if my levels were okay, possibly. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Okay. Well, it what do you think about Glavina Michelle? Well, she's very um, well-educated, <laughs> well-spoken. You see now a little bit. You didn't see him, but he was there like, he was fine girl in just a little bit 
He was so, fine, girl, and melting in his sweat. You have a fan. You got fans. I really, I, really, I think, I, I noticed you're a bit nervous, but I think you spoke freely and you did very well. Thank I you. Think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so scale of one to ten, you're experiencing the gal cave. One being, I hate it here, and ten being like, ow. You guys get a ten. You treated me very well. So say it. Say it. Say ow. Ow. <laughs> Oh, you can do that. You can make any noise you want, honestly. Uh, do do. <laughs> well, okay. That's it. No. Okay. Okay, that's fine. That works. We'll take that. Do do. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Please don't be shy. Let us know what you think of Glavina. Don't forget to add her on the social, all her social medias. It's Glavina Doray. Is that it? Doray. D O R A. And don't forget to follow Gal. on social media. That's true. Wow. So, y'all's on Twitter, y'all's on Instagram, y'all's on Facebook. Yeah. This has been.